It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, and with me, as always, are three other people. We'll get to them in just a second, but first, I want to thank our sponsor. That'd be the Good Strongs over at T for Two. T for Two has been servicing the promotional products industry as an, and independent brokers for well over 23 years, not 22, 23. They offer specialty inks that include glitter, foil, puff, gel, neon, glow-in-the-dark, metallic. I mean, can you get any more variety than that? The answer, friends? No. No. No, you can't. That's right, Stephen. Thank you for chiming in. So uh, they offer one of the largest and most productive uh, print shops in Southern California and capable of printing over 20,000 imprints a day. Really great stuff over there. So if you're interested, contact them at marketing at T for two. That's T-E-E-F-O-R and the number two dot net. You won't be sorry you did. So as I said, I've got some uh, good pals here with me. I've got Meg Erber, the outside sales manager for SNS Activewear. Hey guys. I've got Jeff Franklin, who is the national account manager with Headwear USA. What is up, everybody? And I've got Stephen McFadden, the president of Perfect Promotions and more. What's up? Hey, all right. So here's what we're doing. Let's talk about the insides of the industry. We didn't prepare, guys, so this is going to be super <laughs> real soft. Like, what do you guys think we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to try to have a little bit of fun here and uh, go. So, Stephen, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I got, I got some questions for everybody because try to keep it fun, but I want to know what's the first thing you guys are going to do when shelter in place and quarantine is gone in your respective areas? We actually just did a uh, CPPA just did a, a, a virtual happy hour on Friday. And that was my question to everybody is like, what's the, <laughs> what you want, the first thing you're looking forward to doing or what do you miss the most? Uh, I love that question actually. Um, for me, uh, I don't know, man, just getting out of the damn house. <laughs> we, uh, my, my wife is, uh, is very, very precautious right now, which is uh, it's great because none of us are sick as far as we know. Um, but you know, I'm just looking forward to going to a movie theater. I'm looking forward to eating a steak at a restaurant. I'm looking forward to traveling for work again and not having to do what I've been Your doing wife for the is last probably month. looking forward to that as well. God <laughs> knows she is. Trust me. My, my wife and I have talked about, there's a happy medium. There's too much travel where you're never here. And that pisses right. me off. And you're not traveling enough. You're here a lot. And that pisses me off. So there's a happy medium right <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. I think we're, we're shooting for <clears throat> Yeah, no, I mean, well, just a couple episodes ago, we talked about, uh, what was your question, Bill, about the, if you get, would you rather have the look or the comment? Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember. I, I, the, the, mumble, second, the mutter yeah. under the breath. Would you rather oh, yeah, have the, the, the dirty look or the mutter under, your, under the breath? That's, or that was That's it, what yeah. it was. Yeah, and that was, it was perfect timing because, yes, absolutely. I think <laughs> everybody's getting fed up with each other right now. I did get the look I love my yesterday, wife, and I don't think it went over very well, but I definitely think it was better than... If it had been muttered, so revisit <laughs> that answer. <laughs> yeah. So Meg, what, what about you, Meg? What do you? To? Yeah. yeah so to? my priorities change hour by hour. So I know you guys can tell my luscious hair is back to the color that it should be. <laughs> I um, 
I have to give a shout out to my hairdresser. She actually came over my house last night and dyed my roots. So uh, nice. that was actually my first thing I was going to do. I was going to be waiting outside their door like it was the night before Black Friday and like <laughs> up in there because my roots don't just like come out normal color. They're like white now. So I, I mean, I was wearing a headband that was like half my head. It was, it was bad. <laughs> so that was my number one priority. But now since Devin is the master and hooked it up, um, I honestly just want to go see my family. Uh, my niece yeah. who's in the hospital. Um, I miss them so much. My mom, I, they, I just miss that touch, that, that human, that real human interaction, you know, with yeah. your family. Um, Taking the kids, we used to always do that. We always have fun nights with them where we go bowling, um, you know, our weekend nights. I, I miss that too. And, you know, the weekends we sleep in now, which is really nice. Um, and I've What's been able that? to, so, oh, and one more thing. I crave and I miss my, my, my tribe over at the yoga studio. We've been doing these virtual workouts and I have like my mm-hmm. office, I have heaters cranked up to 90 and I'm doing them in my office. Um, but it's not the same when you're in a, a small room packed with 35 men and ladies and we're all just sweating at like 106 degrees like i think you just described one of my favorite movies of all oh i don't want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I know that i said that out loud i can definitely see how that could have been your favorite movie but uh i definitely miss my tribe um so those are the two things or a couple things that i i really can't wait to do how about you steven you know i was it's funny you mentioned the the hair thing because I was like I, I, I think Bill I think I saw you guys post something on uh online about that on Facebook yeah, about I've the, got problems I'll, when it gets my turn I'll chat about that but yeah I've got issues <laughs> real issues uh, yeah I, I mean I think a, a nice combination of like maybe having the whole family and go out to eat would be like just like two in one it would just be yeah. awesome to be able to go sit in the restaurant um with with all of our family i think that would be awesome <laughs> it's yeah. funny like the little things it's like uh what you know how, how is that like a big deal but like when you can't do it for so long you realize that you miss it you know it's like just yeah. even just going out to eat yeah picking up something's fine but there's something about sitting down and like them taking the plates away and you yeah. know, being able to talk with people and being in an environment like that it's and not have to clean it. yourself and clean up after yourself yeah. and you're like oh yeah, Tom Clouser just jumped in. He said his wife buzzed his hair, so he needs it to grow fast now. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I um, well, Bill, go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to take it away. No, what, what, are so, you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, well, right now I'm the only one that really leaves the house. My kids leave the house. They can go fishing. Um, they're allowed to do that, um, and that's all. They, they just go by themselves and they go fish. And it's nice for them to get out right now. I am the designated procurer of groceries and such. Um, Sandy can't leave the house because of her heart condition. She's at mm-hmm. high risk. So she's kind of housebound. She'll take the dog on a walk and things like that. But other than that, she shouldn't leave. So I do the, the majority of leaving. I'm looking forward to getting my hair cut because I don't have a lot up here, as you can see. That's why this whole this is all distracting because it doesn't look like a nice full head there. <laughs> but the sides, my hair on the sides grow like super quick. So if I do this, like this is what my hair normally looks like in the morning. <laughs> It no one wants to see that. Seagulls, baby. So I, I need a haircut bad. And that's why I was thinking I might get a Floby. Uh, I saw that. I mean, we all need a Devin. All yeah, need I mean, what is I, a Floby? Okay, Jeff, first of all, yeah, it's it's a vacuum cleaner attachment by the good folks at Ronco, Ronco Peel. 
And what not that sponsored. does, it's Hashtag going not to, sponsored. they are not a sponsor, um, <laughs> but that fine product will not only vacuum your floors, cut your hair. So believe it or not, back when I was in the Navy, back way back when, um, you would walk into the NEX and the guys would be getting their hair cut and the ladies would be using the Flobies. Oh, wow. So I was like, it's real. Those are real. Yeah, I, but so, so efficient. Looking, yeah, so I'm efficient. looking forward to that. I, I yeah. think what I'm looking forward to uh, the most is just not feeling like uh, I'm a leper out in public. And I think everybody feels that way if you go out in public, you know, I'm yeah. wearing a mask. <laughs> Um, don't touch anything. Don't touch anybody. I'm super cognizant of whatever I do touch. I, I make sure I, you know, wash my hands 85 times or Clorox wipe the shit out of my skin. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm kind of looking forward to being, I, 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 what I've categorized it. And I think what I've categorized almost what everybody said, being carefree again. Um, yeah. I don't feel carefree at all. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh to, to sort of double double on you know Megan and Steven uh, as well I think just getting my getting my kids uh, in front of the grandparents again would be really good because it's probably been uh, well we were we were on vacation uh-huh. uh, slash work trip uh, immediately the the two weeks prior to lockdown yeah you're in Hawaii <clears throat> I was yeah and uh, doing a bit of hula um, so my my parents haven't seen my kids in probably two months now Ugh, uh, which is super hard yeah like the youngest is walking which they haven't seen and now mm-hmm. like she's not even like stuttering stutter stepping anymore she's like freaking running um, you know so they've missed that whole that whole section um, but then also getting back on the Harley being able to ride around yeah Stephen what about you what else anything else we missed no um no i think that's that's i think we've all covered i think that there's a comment um that came in too that says that they can't wait for outdoor concerts and beers in the sun yeah john john jrbc that can only be my boy john rb cudahy that is john cudahy not john how's how's cut a three doing that's what i want to know that's what that's what he calls him his wife and his daughter nice well you know it's interesting like entertainment um you know we're all just doing you know the streaming stuff right now or television or movies it's like it'd be nice to do some entertainment in public you know movies or a bowling like you guys mentioned or concert yeah those are those are cool so um i actually it was funny one of my other questions was would you cut your own hair or let someone cut your hair do you really cut your own hair i do yeah well your hair you have such a I mean, luscious head of hair it doesn't look like it right now because you know i've let it grow now for probably the last two months as well but yeah i do normally cut my own hair i'm tempted to take um i have you know like a beard trimmer but it'll, it'll work on hair too i mean it's a, just a trimmer yeah, and i'd probably put I it on like a, a guard of a five or something like that and just kind of do so it all the way nervous yeah but, yeah <laughs> but i do just i just kind of circumnavigate the globe here i wouldn't do anything on top because i'm scared i want to grow back yeah yeah I do it man i got a t-shirt order today that was exciting oh like let me get out of the way everybody you know no it was actually from yesterday yeah i was just really excited <laughs> yeah different different well, than the uh masks. than the masks right we're in mask again right now so aside from the mask it was nice to just have a, a conversation about t-shirts um well, and i do want to give a couple more shout outs because these are the people that are really making a difference and kind of okay. making our days a little bit better um 
So Ronnie from uh, Burnside uh, gave me a call yesterday. And Ronnie, if you're listening, just wanted to say I'm wearing some Burnside today. You gave me a call you check, just to check on me. And I'll tell you what, it really went a long way. I had a really rough day yesterday. And just hearing your voice and hearing that you were doing okay and that you and your wife were fighting like, like we were fighting and that it made us all feel like we're all in the same boat together. So just wanted to give you a shout out to that. And, um, and just, just everyone else that's listening, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm here trying to be positive and motivate you guys. And I know my morale was really low last week and I, I got a lot of people reaching out to me about that. And I, I apologize. I know you guys kind of see me and on social media and, and trying to keep everyone, you know, in, in this group together, but, um, some days it's hard and we're going to have those days, but, um, just by Ronnie reaching out, it really kind of turned my day around. So if you guys have that opportunity to reach out to your customers, just to check on them, it goes a long way. Um, and a decorator that I, I work with, um, Advantage Embroidery, they, um, I, I, I stopped and dropped off some masks to them the other day because they're still working and they're, I'm trying to route orders to them because they are still open. And I have a couple people that I'm doing that too, but um, I, I stopped over there and they handed me a pack of masks and they said, Meg, tell us what we can do. And I was like, I don't know. And then the next day he emailed me and he's making masks out of all the t-shirts and that he has there and, um, and donating them to the front line. So I actually had two boxes of t-shirts and tanks in my garage yesterday that I had for certain giveaways that I never used. And, um, I, I just dropped them off and they were a lot of bigger sizes. So he was going to repurpose yeah. them. So it's great. People like that are That's doing cool. that out of the kindness of their hearts and, and now he's getting blown up with orders. But, um, uh, you know, it, I think it takes yeah. some to get some and to have some. What we're trying to do yeah. is, is, and I think people have noticed, is do a lot more um, live content um, just to try to give people a little bit of hopefully education, hopefully entertainment. And, I, you know, we're working our tails off doing that, but it's fun. And, and it's fun to do this type of stuff, but it, it's a lot of work. People, I always joke, it, it takes a lot of work to appear this uh, uh, uninterested and uninvolved and unprepared for, <laughs> for broadcasting. Um, so hopefully that's bringing some joy into to people's world right now. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. So since Meg, uh, you mentioned uh, Maskageddon, um, Headwear is also throwing their hat in the ring. To the, fa- to, oh. to the face mask game. Oh. All right. In the ring. Yeah. So um, we're actually manufacturing at the at our factory uh, non-medical grade masks, obviously. Um, but we've got the uh, the certifications or whatever that we need in order to get them out of the country. Because I know that's something that a lot of people are running into now. Uh, so that's all taken care of. The des- it's, I think there's two different designs or, or templates, I guess, for the different masks. Uh, you know, so there's a little bit of a choice there. But you know, assen- uh, essentially, it's it's source containment or source control as opposed to you know the the PPE mm-hmm. uh, designated stuff in the healthcare workplace. But um, ultimately, like you know, Tucker Carlson. I don't know if any of you are Fox fans or not, but you know, he had actually just mentioned I saw on YouTube uh, one of his videos. Uh, about you know how the death rate could actually be a hell of a lot less than what everybody actually thinks it is because there's so many people that are actually affected or or infected I should say um, that are just asymptomatic. I mean numbers are showing anywhere from 18 to 50 plus percent of people actually are infected and just don't have any symptoms or very very mild symptoms. Um, so the real drawback there is the number of tests. Like if Mm. everybody were tested, you'd find out exactly what the real numbers are, but there'd be a hell of a lot more people that are actually affected, but the death rate would essentially also be a lot less deadly than the 3.4% or whatever that who is saying it is. So, um, 
either way, like I think source containment uh, with a face mask is, is really great um, and a great way to sort of help stop spreading. Uh, and it's not for your protection. It's for everybody else's protection in the non-medical grade masks. So Meg, I can't remember, are you in the Philly area or Jersey? I'm South Jersey, but right outside of Philly. So I was actually just told by a client yesterday in Jersey that they're actually mandating in Jersey that you have to wear a face mask now if you go into an essential business like a grocery store. Like you can't you can't be admitted in. Yep. So in a sense, that's actually a good thing because I mean, for at least for people that are selling masks, uh, you know, because you know, now like if that catches on and blows up everywhere, which I could see that potentially happening. Uh, then everybody's going to need a mask. So, you know, I think there's definitely a market for it. That's for sure. Good. And I'm glad that you guys jumped in on that. And I know um, Stephen was making them. He had like a sweatshop in his garage with his kids. (laughs) That's that's not not how we're manufacturing. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. Although I have been bending uh, metal wire for the last uh, week and a half because uh, we got to cut the little pieces for the nose strap. Yeah. So I've gone through, um, let's see, about 180 yards of wire, just cutting three and a half inch pieces and then curling the ends with like jewelry. So my, I, have, I think I have carpal tunnel. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Nice. The good goes unpunished. <laughs> Yeah. So anyhow, if you are interested in masks or getting, you know, a flyer or something like that, uh, just reach out to us at HMD as in Harry, Mary, David at headwear-usa.com. And headwear is H-E-A-D-W-E-A-R. You'd be surprised how many people misspell that, but uh, just want to uh, make sure you guys are getting your email to the right place in case you have any interest and let them know you heard about it from the podcast. That would be great. Thanks for the shameless plug, Bill. I appreciate you letting me do that. Yeah. Um, Shameless I think I'm shameless. Yeah. With shame. shame. <laughs> Either way, plug away. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. So, you know all right, what next? Steven, did you have uh, some more questions you wanted yeah, to ask so, the group? So, actually, I have a question kind of in line with where we were going with um, all the inventory that's being manufactured. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of orders in with, with factories that are back ordered, whether it be for, you know, sanitizers or the thermal you know, thermometers or masks or, or whatnot. And I, you know, I don't want to think this is bad, but I just think it's a good question to discuss. What happens if this does end a lot sooner um, and we do get back to normal sooner than later and we've got back ordered, uh, you know, orders that have either been deposited on or prepaid, you know, through June and July. I mean, I've heard some people that have orders that are pending and all of a sudden people don't need them. You know, yes, or, we've, some, or we've got a lot of manufacturing that's converted over to mass manufacturing, but now people need t-shirts, you know, or now people need the yeah. stuff that you were originally producing. I think it's something, I, I hope we get to that point, honestly, because that means we're, we're back to normal sooner than later, yeah. but I think it's something to, to think about and, and wonder, what do we do? Like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, if it was last week or the week before, but somebody had mentioned actually that they're um, that they they've got a university or something placing orders now in hopes that they get it by September. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's definitely going to happen because I'm I'm certainly hoping that this thing is over and done with uh, at least the first round of it uh, within the next oh, let's say four to six weeks. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I would hope. I know that uh, you know. President Trump has talked about, you know, sort of rolling uh, the economy back into into uh, motion. 
uh, as a phased sort of rollout. There's obviously certain states that are less affected than others. Uh, so I'm sure that those would get uh, opened back up sooner than the others. Uh, you know, and I think they had even mentioned as early as maybe May 1st. I don't know if that's likely or not because it's really only two weeks away. So mm-hmm. um, who knows? But hey, it's it's great to think that within two to three weeks, this thing could potentially, uh, you know, be lifted or, you know, starting to be in the rearview mirror a little bit. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think there will be a phase two. Uh, I saw an interesting uh, infographic on Facebook the other day that for all 10 of the influenza breakouts that we've had or pandemics uh, for the flu that we've had, there's always been around two, mm-hmm. roughly six months after the first phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would certainly expect uh, a phase two to come through. And so I don't think there's going to be any lack of need for this stuff in the short term for sure. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I think uh, any orders that have been placed are going to should be okay just because phase two will eventually catch back up to us. And we have parts of the country that are weeks behind us. I feel like I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey is the second highest um, state with cases and deaths and everything. So my daughter's in Florida and and they literally just went on lockdown. You know what I mean? So they're, they're like one to two weeks behind us. So we're still in the middle of it, like hardcore, um, as far as mask sales and everything like that, millions coming in, millions going out. But with that being said, we don't even anticipate that slowing up anytime soon. Um, so when it does, we still have the, the more Southern states and the states that weren't affected as, as much or as quickly, they're still behind us. So that's gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's, so we're gonna, I think there's gonna be some like, um, I don't know what the word is, but even though I might slow up in New Jersey, those sales will be coming in and be compensated down in the and the shift to different locations. Yeah. 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 And I think that'll be, you know, probably the challenge then, or, or I don't know if challenge is the right word, but I guess really the, the, the task of the sales folks then is, you know, okay, who, who is open and who is starting to operate again? And let's shift our focus to doing those geographical territories as opposed to, you know, what we might be normally, uh, normally doing. Um, yeah. so if you're a national accounts rep, that might be actually be a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a territorial regional rep, that's not in one of those geographic areas, you know, hold tight. Hopefully, hopefully something else will happen. We'll be back to normal sooner than later. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Normal. Yeah, yeah it, it'll normal. It'll be, yeah. Normal, normal doesn't exist anymore. It's going to be created as we go. I think. Yeah. Well, do, do, we have, do, do we have time for one more <laughs> one more question? I don't want to. Um, See, and we've got time for just one more question. You guys, you guys ready for it? I'm ready. <clears throat> I have fully braced for impact. <laughs> so, what yeah, are the? Um, Let's go. <laughs> you know, this is a little bit of a heavier one, but I think it's something that a lot of people were going through. You know, um, I, th- I think I might have mentioned or may have withheld information last meeting that we, we actually ended up having to um, furlough some employees. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, one of the things my, that I'm trying to think about is, you know, obviously a furlough is someone that'll be coming back, uh, but how do we, how do you, any thoughts or, or, you know, on keeping that company culture with a people that are not here and B, you know, even people that are still working, but not in the office, you know, just any, any tips on, or, or insight into how you guys are staying connected with your employees or just I go. Think, I think the key to protecting, and, and I'm going to use the word protect, assuming that a company culture has been built, 
I think the key to that is, uh, you know, when things go bad and layoffs have to happen or furloughs or a combination of the two, it's transparency. It's, it's why, why this has to happen. Here's what it's going to hopefully preserve. And then you move on. I think when there's a lack of communication, a lack of information, a lack of transparency, that's what causes people's minds to kind of go into the mental patient status and start wondering, well, what's next? Why do they want to meet with me? What does he mean we'll talk tomorrow morning? You know, I think that's <laughs> yeah. when things start going awry. So to me, it's just like almost everything else in life. So much comes back to communication. So much of it just comes back to simple transparency and communication. And if you have created the culture of that, hopefully you have. Um, then it, you know, yeah, it's painful and it sucks, but at least people know exactly what's going on. People can, people can generally deal with the truth. If you deal, you know, hand it to them squarely and, and transparently and honestly, that's my, my two cents. Yeah. I great. think compassion, uh, cannot be mm-hmm. understated or given out and doses that are too high right now. Uh, I think everybody's dealing with shit. Um, Mm -hmm. whether it's personal, uh, professional or otherwise, and this is not an easy transition for anybody. And I think Uh to understand the position that people are in right now could go a really long way. So although, although you are trying to, uh, you know, keep people employed and you're trying to keep business afloat, uh, it's really important, I think, to still have a bit of compassion for the people that are in the business and allow a little bit of time for that. Maybe when you are doing your Zoom meetings for, uh, for your company, you know, if, you're, if you are getting everybody together virtually at least, mm-hmm. uh, just to allow some time for some banter and chit chat and not, not be all super, you know, whatever. I, I think that would be super important and helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. My my friend, Missy, she lives up in Connecticut and she works not even in this industry. And she was like, we haven't even heard from the owner of the company. And I'm like, well, you guys don't even know if he's alive. <laughs> yeah. I think it goes a long way when someone from high up can, can just reach out and then say, hey guys, we're in this together or whatever. But like, yeah. <clears throat> you're fur- furloughing them or laying them off, you know, just let them know that deepest like you really care and it, it, it kills you to do that nobody wants to do that unless you're just have no soul so you know it's one of the things i want to go back to that's a great point megan i want to go back to what jeff said you know there's all types of leaders in the world you know there's all types of leadership styles but i think this environment just screams for that emotional leader the one that can be compassionate the one can be empathetic the one that can commiserate um and that you know that's that's i think so critically important i think that was great what you said there jeff Thanks. I think it's important. I really do. You know, uh, I, I don't know if this is uh, probably along the same lines of compassion, but one of the things that we've noticed, um, you know, me and our family, you know, who are kind of, we call ourselves the core four, you know, that are kind of the family business. So we've, we've all been trying to help with different tasks that we normally wouldn't do, um, you know, to help out, whether it be the operators or, or, um, people that are, you have different responsibilities, but someone at the, uh, the embroidery facility system the other day, they were like, like, where, where can you go? Where you like, uh, you know, all the, the people up top are helping us with preparing fabric and metal and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, you know, I, I didn't think about it as what I was doing was, I was just trying to be helpful. Um, but I think that's something that, you know, you can extrapolate and it help, you know, shows that, like you said, Jeff, the compassion and, um, the care for what they're doing is important. Um, especially when you don't get a lot of those interactions right now. So yeah, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in a situation like that too, it almost makes those people feel like that, that you're, you don't have the mentality that you're necessarily above them or mm-hmm. that you're better than the job that they're doing. And it does show the importance of what they're doing for sure. So kudos yeah. to you. I mean, I would think the same thing about, you know, a business owner that's not afraid to go out and scrub the toilet either. I mean, it's sort of the same, same thing. Right. Not, I mean, it's a terrible analogy, I guess, to no. use that right. situation, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you have to be able to do the job to be able to manage yeah. You have to be able to take that initiative and and do the dirty work. You know, how are you going to tell somebody how to do something if you've never done it before? That's a good point. Well, as always, guys, really good stuff. A little lighter today. I think we all needed that. And we kind of talked a little bit before we we came on. And so um, we are recording this just so you guys are aware. We are going to put it out as our normal podcast uh, on Monday at 2 o'clock Eastern. So be on the lookout for that. But I want to thank again our sponsor. That will be T for Two. We talked about how they are capable of printing 20,000 imprints a day. And they have glitter, foil, puff, gel, neon, glow-in-the-dark, metallic. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so if you're interested, head over or shoot them an email, marketing at t4two.net. That's T-E-E-F-O-R and the number two.net. You're not going to be sorry you did. I can now take my notes, do that. I can now go over here and grab my hat and put it on and kind of hide <laughs> this crap. Hey, I, hey, hey. Quarantine hair don't care, baby. Word <laughs> up. All right, guys. Thanks again. Had a great time as always. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.